Hi, welcome to Exploring Illusion of Free Will. My name is George Ortega. I'm here with my co-host Mike Laster. Mike, good to see you again. Good to be here. Okay, this is Monday, August 4th, and we're on episode number 167. Okay, it's uh, free will or causal will. We're going to explain, you know, that, and causal will is a term we'll, we'll get into, like, you know, because, like, it's not just about refuting free will, it's about what our will re- really should be described as. Okay, so, like, as we do with every show, we're going to start with, like, with an introduction, uh, with, with, you know, we're going to, like, basically define what people mean when they say they have a free will, then we'll go into the importance of, of this issue a bit, and then we'll get into the theme. All right, so, Mike, you want to start us off? So, like, when people say free will... What are they, that they have a free will, what are they saying? They're basically saying that their desires and actions um, were not caused by things that are happening externally, things that are not out of their control. Yeah, that's the key. The, the, control, the, the, the key is control. For example, another way of saying it is like that we have no more control over what we do than would a puppet. You know, that, that's a very good because sometimes people say, like, fine, we don't have any control, but we still have free will. And the mistake they're making there is just because we're conscious, we're not a puppet. Because there is an obvious difference between a human being and a puppet. You know, one is sentient, one is not. Yet that still doesn't mean that uh, we have free will. Exactly, exactly. In other words, yeah, like, if a, if a puppet happened to be conscious, that still wouldn't make him, like, be making his decisions. It'd still be the puppeteer. Excellent. An- another way, let's, let's go through a few of them. Another, another kind of, like, like, from a moralistic standpoint, like, basically, free will means that we're fundamentally morally responsible for what we do. You know that's that's the thing. In other words, like that, like that we're 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 to be held accountable fundamentally. Okay, Mike. What, what's another definition? Another definition uh, is that we could have done otherwise. Is that if you were to play back a certain scenario, um, it could have happened differently, and so people beat themselves up over, um, you know, what could have happened, what should have happened. Uh, and it just like leads to all sorts of toxic, unnecessary regret, anger, guilt, and so on. Oh yeah. Okay. And the last one is that people say that um, if we have free will, um, no, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. Whatever. That's that's good. But anyway, so we, we, so basically, that's what people mean. And why is this important, Mike? Why why is this topic so very important to us personally and on a societal level? Yeah, like I was just brushing on, um, a lot of people just take these emotions that I mentioned, like anger, guilt, uh, resentment, regret, to extreme levels and just completely wallow in these things because they think it could have been otherwise and they think people could have done uh, differently. And it doesn't have to be that way because once you... uh, get rid of the belief in free will and accept uh, what we're going to call causal will, it gets a lot easier to, um, you know, alleviate, really, the consequences of all those um, negative emotions, not just for the sake of becoming more happy, but for the sake of it simply being true. 
Well, that's the other thing. Yeah, it's not just like, you know, under the free will belief, we're forever blaming others and ourselves for things that are just not up to us. And that's just completely illogical. And it's just, it's not the way reality works. So, like, this is about truth. All right. So, um, let's get to the theme. Um, you know, so free will or causal will. So, I mean, like, this, this show doesn't take, like, this isn't like balanced reporting. In other words, like if the show was about whether 2 plus 2 equals 4, it's not like we're going to pose that as a question, okay? We, we've been, you know, this is the 167th episode of our explaining the free will is an illusion. It just doesn't exist. So, Mike, let's start off with how causality, how this law of cause and effect refutes, makes free will basically impossible. So there is cause and effect. There is before and after. Um, there is just it. It couldn't be simpler. It's uh, just like the animation that always plays at the beginning of each of these episodes. You know, one domino falls over, all the others follow, and so everything in this universe uh, behaves in such a way, including. Um, whatever is happening in our psychology, too. It's all completely uh, connected since, you know, the brain, which is physical, is the physical correlate of the mind. Excellent. And vice versa. Yeah, so in other words, everything has a cause. You know, everything has a cause. Can you, can you think of something that doesn't have a cause? No. Everything. And what is a cause? Uh, a cause is... All right, we'll, we'll get into this a bit later in more detail, but a cause is basically what makes things happen. So, like, think about causality in terms of, like, every action we make, okay? For example, like, we make a decision, we do an action, we move, whatever it is we do, our behavior, that, that's going to have a cause, okay? And the thing with causality, again, everything has a cause. So the cause of that cause is going to have a cause. And the cause of that cause, and as Mike just said, these causes are like, you know, they go back in time, moment by moment by moment. So ultimately you have this chain of cause and effect going back to before we were born, back to before the planet was created, ultimately to the Big Bang and, and who knows whatever came before. So that makes, you know, there is absolutely no way under any paradigm, under any kind of universe, any kind of reality, where human beings could ever have a free will. How's that sound? Sounds good. And I just wanted to add, you know, there's still pe there are uh, people out there who might say, oh, we don't totally understand the Big Bang, there are flaws in that. But that's sort of irrelevant since everything uh, in our own experience, all it needs to go back to is our own moment of conception, or birth at least. There, there's no denying, you know, that is the range of our experience where causality is taking place and always took place. All right, so let's. I, I explained it like going backward from the decision back in time and all. So, Mike, explain it going forward from the Big Bang in the sense like the, the, the universe evolving and, and we, yeah. So, from the Big Bang, um, just you have physical matter and energy unfolding in space time. Um, I'm, I'm not a physicist. This is all just from a philosophical perspective, but, um, you know space with the physical uh, matter it creates uh, time since time can't exist without any uh, anything physical to contain it and so from there um, just from the Big Bang everything just unfolds um, chronologically in a linear um, in a linear way 
and like I said before, uh, it formed galaxies, the Earth, then life, then uh, sentient life, then us, we have brains, brains are physical, uh, the law of conservation applies to us, and uh, since the mind is the internal, like, experiential correlate of the physical world, we are a psychological, uh, mental um, experience is governed by the laws of causality as is physical matter. Exactly, right. So another way, in other words, like, for example, like, let's say we start with the Big Bang. Okay, the Big Bang is the universe. Okay, that's like the, you know, the entire universe at the time of the Big Bang was the Big Bang. So let's, let's consider the next moment in the universe. The only thing that could have caused it was that Big Bang, because that's all that existed. And then, like, so you take the third minute moment of the universe, and it doesn't matter, it's an arbitrary measure of whatever time measure you want. So, like, so the third moment is caused by the second moment, and the second moment is again caused by the first. So the other part of this is like anything within the second moment of the universe, any particle movement, anything that's happened, that happens within the, the second moment is caused by the Big Bang. And anything that happens within the third moment is caused by the second moment, which is caused by the first. So you take that up to the future. So all this that we're doing now, what we're saying, what we're hearing, what we're perceiving, is all the result of the states of the universe prior to, you know, to our actions. And that makes free will completely impossible. Now, Mike, some people say, well, you want to know something? We're going to do a show about this in a couple of episodes. <laughs> some people say, well, you know, in quantum, in quantum mechanics and, you know, the particle level, the subatomic level, you know, things don't have causes. Things just happen, you know, for who, who knows what reason. What do you say to that? Well, okay, let's assume that's true, which it's not. Then I say, well, congratulations, you're ruled by randomness now. How, you know, what does that say about your free will, your so-called free will? Can you understand? <laughs> Go ahead. Explain that more, yeah. So, right now we function, uh, the scientific community is in complete agreement that we function within a uh, deterministic framework, at least from a uh, Newtonian perspective, which is where um, we experience reality. And um, from there... You know, there's no room for free will given the laws of causality. But if someone's proposing no quantum physics shows it's all random, then, you know, there's still no room for uh, free will. Can you understand that? Can you understand how the, the simple logic of that? In other words, if you're trying to, like, refute causality as a defense for free will, think about it. What you're saying <laughs> is that, well, you know, in quantum mechanics, some things are not caused, okay? If you can apply that logic to our human behavior, our human decisions, then basically you're saying, well, some of our human decisions, human actions are uncaused. Can you understand how if a decision is uncaused, we can't attribute it to anything yeah. in <laughs> including human beings or human wills. Now, do you want to talk about, like, randomness and how just that in and of the itself is not possible? Might as well, let's let, yeah, I mean, we don't need to, but yeah, absolutely, go ahead. Um, so randomness, as it's usually defined, is something without a cause. But that just is logically impossible because there might be unknown causes for something, but just because we can't detect them doesn't mean there are not hidden variables there. 
and there's no such thing as being able to completely disqualify the possibility of hidden variables because they might be hidden, hence the term hidden variables. So, do you want to elaborate on that? Absolutely. In terms of like low, trying like some some scientists say, well, you know, we've looked for these hidden var variables and we haven't found them. Now, the essential truth behind this is like we have access to only four percent of the universe. Okay, the known universe that we can measure, we can detect, that we can interact with, generally, basically, is four percent. There's another 96% that's like dark matter, dark energy that exerts a gravitational force, but that's pretty much all we know about it. So like, if, for example, if you're looking within a room for something and you look at only 4% of the room and say, no, no, it can't be in the room, can you imagine how absurd that kind of conclusion is? So, and, and, and the other thing, all right, it's like, so that there's two kinds of like definitions basically of randomness. In other words, if I have a deck of cards, right, and I ask you, pick one out at random, right? Okay, that is like, you know, that's a matter of speaking. You know, that means pick one out without kind of like, you know, any kind of order or plan or something. But that's not like what Mike was saying. There's some people when they say randomness, they mean that things happen without a cause. They just happen, you know, randomly. And that's, a, that's an absurd notion. But again, as Mike was explaining before, even if that, you know, even if there was randomness, you know, that, that would definitely, there's no way you could have free will with that. Yeah, and with that pick a card, any card example, uh, that's a perfect example of people using the word random uh, because we don't know why they chose the card they chose. But the word random in that case is just a word that represents our own ignorance about what was going on in the person's um, unconscious subconscious mechanisms going on. Exactly. So in other words, like, you know, the reason that card choosing wasn't random is like, we have our brain and our brain is physical, you know, like their brain states, like the brain state at the time of our picking the card was determined by the previous brain state, which was determined by the brain state before that. So that's another form of causality. Okay. So like, you know, all right. I don't understand how people don't get this. I mean, like, the universe, we, we can't blame people, which is kind of nice. You know, like, the universe is not allowing people to get this. But, like, we've got, like, about, you know, 13 minutes left. And we're going to, like, go through this until you get it, hopefully. We're going to start basically with, like, what is cause and effect? <clears throat> Again, because, we, you know, I've, this is the 167th show. You'd think people get it by now, but they don't. So we have to explain it in more detail. Mike, what is cause and effect? In effect, uh, as you explained before, it's just one event causes the next event, which is the cause of the next event, um, and it's just a complete continual cause and effect. And I do believe, you know, probably um, it goes back even before the Big Bang in some way. It probably has to, but... Um, all we can see is that right now, this is exactly what's happening. At this point in time, there's nothing that is uncaused. Right. Can you, can you appreciate that? I mean, like, everything that happens is caused. I mean, you have, like, think about anything, you know, like, movement, just like walking, uh, rain, um, you know, weather, temperature going up, temperature going down, the laws of physics, every motion, every thought. There's nothing that, another, a cause is what makes something happen, okay? And we have these laws of physics, you know, 
um, that that you know that explain there's order in the universe. There's there's laws of nature. There's gravity is a law. There's like forces of nature. The 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 electromagnetic the weak mag- electromagnetic force. The strong electromagnetic or nuclear force. The whatever. There's forces of nature. There's yeah. four fundamental forces, and these are causal forces. They make things happen. I mean, things don't happen without a cause. All right. So like, and I wanted to. Uh you know, restate and readdress how this affects, you know, blame and guilt and uh, the need for, you know, to punish uh, the bad guys or whatever. Um, If you see that, if you look out in nature, you see everything is caused, everything is physically caused, you know, a coconut drops somewhere, a squirrel runs up a tree, the tree falls, then the wind blows, lightning strikes, whatever. These are the same things that's happening, that are happening psychologically. One thought causes another, which causes this emotion, which causes this behavior, and when you see other people and you see that within yourself, it's a, it's a lot harder to... Uh, hate anyone. It's a lot harder to feel, you know, that um, fiery anger at anyone. It's a lot harder to feel hatred towards yourself or anyone else. Uh, Same with regret, shame. Um, You could still feel those things, but it just, you know, believing in free will will really um, accentuate all of that. Exactly, because imagine somebody does something you know, that offends you, that, that's against your interests or something. Under the free will belief, we're going to blame them. We're going to hold them accountable and, and, like, you know, they are acting immorally and all. So that's basically, so we'll become angry very, very often and we'll direct that anger toward them. But, like, why is it hard to, like, direct our anger toward them when we understand that there's no free will? Because they are not, we will know, like, would you blame a puppet? If a puppet did something to you, would you blame them? Would you get angry at the puppet or would you get angry at the puppeteer? So, Neither. <laughs> They're not, they don't have free will either. Well, well no, of course. I know, <laughs> no. But uh, I'm, I'm, by the puppeteer, I guess, in, in this, you're right. But yeah, I, I, I mean, like, the, the causal process. You bring up an important point. Because in other words, like, we can still get angry, okay? Because, like, yeah. you know... But instead of being angry at other people and at each other, we would be angry at the universe. And, and there might even be a way that, that we, don't, we can free ourselves from that even, because I think it would be a good thing to free ourselves. In other words, like you were saying, that like, who knows what happened before the Big Bang. Presumably, this chain of cause and effect stretches back indefinitely, eternally into the past, right? It never stops, right? Because that's what logic tells us, you know? So, like, if you look at it from that perspective, we can maybe even free ourselves from being angry and blaming the universe. You know, it transcends logic and all, but, you know, that's how far it goes. Yeah, and if the universe does work in a, uh, you know, set framework, which it appears it does uh, very clearly, then we can't even blame or feel anger at the universe. It's just not logical because... Uh, then we're then we're essentially saying that the universe has free will, or at least some sort of uh, mental capacities or mental properties similar to our own, which there doesn't seem to be much evidence for. Actually, yeah. Well, that's. I mean, we. All right. Basically, there's a way of kind of like. In other words, like if we express as human beings intelligence, 
or if we express a consciousness, but we don't have a free will, then apparently it's, it is the consciousness or intelligence of the universe in some sense, not in our biological human sense, but again, as you were pointing out, in terms of like, you know, like a, an intelligent decision, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't trace that back to a, to a moment when that, that was decided by the universe because this, this eternity goes back. Okay, now with cause and effect, it's not just fundamental to nature, it's fundamental to how we determine scientific truth. I mean, Mike, you're familiar with in, in the scientific method where, like, basically the way we do science is under the principle of same cause, same effect. You want to explain that? Um, how about you explain that? All right, absolutely. So with, with same cause, same effect, that's like in, in science we do experiments. And so, like, if we do an experiment and we have a cause of something and it creates the same effect, we'll do it not just once, we'll do it. 10 times, 100 times, 1,000 times, and if it's the same cause creating the same effect, we know we're on to something. We know we're on to a truth. Science, modern science, the scientific method, could not operate with, without this causal principle. So not only is cause and effect central to reality, to how things run, it's also central, indispensable to ascertaining scientific truth, knowledge. Right. Um, I was thinking of moving on to why we want to use the word causal will as opposed to free will. Absolutely. And I think causal will is a much better term than just saying no free will. Because with causal will, you're still asserting something positive as opposed to trying to assert um, a negation of something. So the way our minds work, you know, if you tell someone... All right, think about, you know, for the next hour, don't think about Bob Dole. Not even once. Just don't think about him. Don't think about Bob Dole. Well, we can't not think about, we can't force ourselves to not think about something after it's already been, like, inserted in our field of awareness. So, same is uh, true for believing in free will. If we want to... Um, not believe in free will, it's much more helpful to the way our mind, the way our brain works, is to believe in, uh, to actually believe in something else, as opposed to not believing in something. Exactly. So I think causal will is the perfect word for that, because causal will um, demonstrates that you still have will. You still have that feeling of, you know, desire, striving for something, whatever it is. But it's just not uh, free. Ex excellent point. Because we we think linguistically. We you know we think uh, our logic is a lot of times based on linguistic concepts, words. So ordinarily the debate is framed: Do we have free will? Or and then like the refutation to free will is generally determinism. We don't even use determinism here on the show very much because determinism determinism is basically causality plus prediction. In other words, like determinism is that everything is caused plus we can predict what's going to happen in the future. Fine, in principle, if we had all the knowledge necessary to determine whatever to predict, we could. Heisenberg uncertainty principle and, and the lack of knowing everything. I mean, I, I don't think we could ever know all the information to make a prediction. Um, it makes it impossible. So it's the causal aspect. So again, this is linguistic. In other words, like, it's not free will versus determinism. Is our free will or is it what? I mean, determined works, but still, you know, is our, do we have a free will or do we have a causal will? So we, we have a causal will. I mean, yeah. 
All right. And our lack of knowledge, as you were just saying, like actually serves as a um, obstacle to having free will in itself, because um, the only way to be completely for your will to be completely free is if there were um, if be if you had the ability to know and be able to do everything and anything. Exactly. Can you can you understand? In other words, like. Knowledge prevents free will. In other words, like if we have knowledge, what are we going to base our decision on? We're going to base our decision on what we've already learned, what we remember. You know, because like a decision, if we if we make a decision without any reason, we call we don't call that free will anyhow. That's just like quote unquote random. You know, that's 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 just not like a freely will decision. Because again, you have to remember, a freely will decision is one that we are held morally responsible for. So if it's happening for no reason, you can't hold someone morally responsible for something they do. That they don't even know why they do. I mean, you know, like I think in in, in legal, you know, in um, jurisprudence, whatever, there's even like you know a principle about that it explains that. Um, all right, we've got about two and a half minutes left. How simple is this? I mean, like cause and effect. Everything has to have a cause. You, um, how else? We, all right, explain effect. What's an effect? The outcome of a cause. I don't know how much more simple I can put Ex- exactly. it. Exactly. Very simple. So it's so simple. So what happens? Yeah. Like anything happens, you know. Like a leaf drops, you know. A, a cloud moves, you know. A particle <laughs> moves, you know. Something causes that. So like whatever happens is going to have an effect. Everything, like everything you do, like um, everything has an effect. Because like what happens? In other words, like the only way that things couldn't have effects would be if like the universe was was entirely static nothing would be happening, okay? Then then you'd have neither cause nor effect. But that's not the universe. You know, like, just the fact that we're having this, you know, that you're listening to this and we're saying this, me, everything is in motion. Yeah. All right, time for a commercial. Um, all right, so, so here it is. So we're, again, there's 166, uh, seven episodes. We do this show in White Plains. It's up on the Internet, on YouTube, Internet Archive, U- iTunes and all. Then, like, we do a show in Manhattan. Mike, talk about our Manhattan, our live show. Our live show is, uh, has been pretty, uh, was pretty lively last time. No one called in, but we had a good time. And um, if you have questions about these things, if you don't feel you understand or you want to, or you, like, adamantly disagree with us and you want to call in and uh, verbally abuse us, you know, okay. You know, we're we're up for that. So. Yeah, and the reason, you know, because like the few times that we've been on, people haven't called because like they know they're not going to win the argument. <laughs> the argument for, for, yeah. There is no argument. Okay, yeah, that, probably why no one called. Exactly. So like, all right, so it's on MNN, you know, Manhattan's cable TV station. If you don't live in Manhattan, you can check it out through our website, Exploring Illusion of Free Will, and it's on 11 o'clock. We're, right now we're doing it like once a month on Wednesday, but pretty soon we may be doing it every week live and all, which is very cool. All right, we've got about 22 seconds, and it's on channel 56, which is like three channels away from the Yankees, one away from Al Jazeera, one away from the movie channel or something. It's right there. Okay, Mike, end the show. Um, yeah, hopefully uh, this was educational, amusing, entertaining, and you'll watch our live show and call in. Okay, thanks for watching.